This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and thanks for joining me. It's Friday the 4th of June and here's the latest on travel and those very few destinations on the green list from the travel desk at The Independent. Today, I'm looking at reactions to the astonishing announcement yesterday that instead of opening up travel opportunities, they would instead be closed down. And of course, I'm going to give the best information I possibly can about what your rights are if you are booked to travel imminently. I'm just looking across from the departure lounge at Gibraltar Airport and at the beautiful rock shrouded in cloud this morning, a bit like the travel industry. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email. You can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, where to begin? Just as a reminder, yesterday, when we were expecting to hear that a sprinkling of Greek islands, the beautiful island of Malta, maybe Mallorca, Ibiza and Menorca, and some Caribbean islands, as well possibly as random countries like Albania, Slovakia and Finland, might be put on the green list, expanding the range of options to travellers. But instead, Portugal, the one major summer sun destination that was open to us has been put on the amber list and this hasn't just happened in the manner that the government had planned with a green watch list in which you would get a week or two's warning that Portugal was looking a bit iffy and they might have to take action and you might want to think about your travel plans. Oh no, this was, right, you've got 108 hours to get back, otherwise you are in quarantine. Astonishing times, holiday quarantine bingo is back and it is devastating for the many people who've got loved ones in various parts of the world who were desperately hoping things would open up. It's desperate for the People in the travel industry who thought, at last, we can start maybe putting together something from the summer. Um, And, of course, for people like me and I think possibly you, who simply want to escape and enjoy ourselves, it is putting the clock back. Gibraltar is now really the only game in town. It's a lovely place, beautiful scenery, lovely people, great cuisine, intriguing heritage. But it's only two and a half square miles and there's only 1,367 hotel beds. So uh, you're not going to fit the entire travelling population of the UK in here. And the response, well, I have never seen the travel industry so angry. And here's Michael O'Leary just come in 
this is sadly, sadly further evidence that the Johnson government just makes it up as they go along. This stop-go, stop approach to international travel is damaging for the UK and for millions of UK families. Ryanair calls today on Boris Johnson and Grant Shapps, the Transport Secretary, to immediately return Portugal to the Green List and add those other low-risk destinations such as Malta, the Balearics and the Canary Islands so that British families can plan their holidays for summer 2021 without being repeatedly disrupted and mismanaged by Boris Johnson and his chaotic government. And that's the public statement. I imagine the words in private were stronger still. It's difficult to overstate the damage that has been uh, wrought upon the travel industry. There will undoubtedly be companies now thinking, look, we hung on for 14, 15 months, no money coming in. Now that we think that the summer has been written off, um, we are simply not in a position to carry on trading. So I'm very, very sadly expecting, and I hope I'm wrong, that we will see a whole sequence of failures in the coming weeks with the loss of thousands of jobs and yeah agreed international travel allowed coronavirus to spread swiftly and lethally around the world but i think from now on every job that's lost every dream that's crushed every family reunion that's wrecked are really on the government now what happens if you are booked to portugal or you are already there well Actually, Sunday is a day that lots of people were going to be coming home anyway. And for people who were coming back after that, there's going to be, in the case of TUI, the biggest holiday company, um, the opportunity to come back early because they are simply sending in bigger planes uh, to bring people back. Uh, you will not get a refund on your missed holiday, but conversely, you will not need to spend extra on finding flights home. Um, other airlines try to be accommodating. I'm expecting some uh, other flights to be organised or possibly British Airways to uh, uh, put on bigger aircraft. They've got plenty of them sitting around doing nothing at the moment. Um, but crucially, the Foreign Office does not warn against travel to Portugal. And that is critical because you might think, well, the government says Portugal's on the amber list, don't go to Portugal. Well, some of the government says that, but other parts of the government, like the Foreign Office, says, no, we've had a look at the risks. Um, you know, we wouldn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, we can't see any reason why you shouldn't go to Portugal. And therefore, holiday companies can legally continue to send people out there. And crucially, your travel insurance is still going to be valid there. So it's an extraordinary situation. Uh, I think possibly. This is the, well, I was going to say the straw, the stick that broke the camel's back. Because uh, while the government and the travel industry have been kind of trying to acquiesce to the uh, uh, to, to, to ministers' uh, decisions, now there is just outright contempt for what the government is doing. It seems to be uh, completely tied up in domestic uh, politics. So, um, yeah, awful, awful situation for people, um, but there we are. The government, to give them the right of reply, would say, we warned you, there's an international pandemic on. And, um, oh, by the way, didn't we tell you it's a choice between reopening domestically on the 21st of June and uh, people's foreign holidays? No, you didn't tell us. If you had done, 
then that would have been a perfectly reasonable political decision. Um, however, it appears to be one that you have just come up with. And I, if, if I sound um, perhaps a little um, unbalanced, well, that is because I desperately care about your travel dreams and hopes about the jobs of the fantastic people who have made the UK the best travel industry in the world and of course people who are desperately missing their loved ones anyway that's quite enough from me thank you very much for listening don't forget to subscribe and review if you can and please subscribe to my new weekly travel email Simon called us travel week which is also free you can do that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters for now goodbye stay safe and I will talk to you tomorrow 